home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. And knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate. Breaking news, he supplies it, and you want the truth? Scoops Keith will find it. He's talking about all the sports, and he's also a hashtag dork. And the father of two sweet daughters, the leader of your squad for you evening marauders and night commuters. Tune in and sit tight. Six to ten, more like six to midnight. Ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew. Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox, too. Doing this since the Rich Keith Project. Now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content. KWFE on WEEI. It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy. All right, welcome into the Rich Keith Show on this Friday night. Here on WEEI, and uh, you can join us anytime throughout the night at 617-779-7937 because it is a Han Solo night. Hart and Fitzy, you get a lot of them the first uh, four days of the week. It is uh, just me, just is, uh, now until 9, the Boomer Esiason football show. Uh, I think it's the final one of the year is at 9. So we're nearly full tang. And uh, as always, we will make the most of the time that we have. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram as well at Rich Keefe Show, and you can also watch the program on Twitch. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Get all the shows from 6A all the way until whenever we are done. And, uh, again, I think it hit me about middle of the show Wednesday. We have just a few days left in the Bill Belichick era in New England. Now, I truly believe that, and there's I think most signs are kind of pointing to that. You still have people like like our guy Stiz that think he's going to be back. That's right. Hold on, holding out strong. I think you might lose that twenty bucks to heart, yep. but we shall see. Put my money where my mouth You're is. Damn right you did. Damn right you did. And we've heard from a lot of people that have had some defenses of Bill Belichick, but I think the writing's on the wall. We went through the whole article yesterday uh, that Andrew Callahan and Doug Hyde put together, and it just really highlights the mess that has been going on down there in Foxborough for more than a day, more than a week, more than a month, more, you know, really more than a year. I mean, you go back to last year and the whole debacle with Matt Patricia and Joe judge and having those guys run the offense. We talked about that at nauseum last season and then to actually somehow find a way to make it worse this year. Yeah, they bring in Bill O'Brien. That feels like it was Kraft over Belichick, forcing Bill O'Brien on him. But then he didn't work well with all the other coaches. And then it was like, even though you had an actual offensive coordinator, he was so uncomfortable with the whole situation that it was worse than it was a year ago. It was the final death blow to Mac Jones. He was cooked, and who knows if he'll ever, ever recover from it. Not that he was this great quarterback or anything anyway, but he wasn't this bad. He wasn't is, is you know what we've seen. And it's funny, in some of the defense for Bill Belichick that we have heard, and for those of you that, that want to see him back again, we've heard a lot of the uh give him like one more give him one more chance. Give him one more chance. Isn't that what this year was? I feel like after last season, where they were somehow, some way, eight and nine. Right? Like their their offense was atrocious, but they were eight and nine. Still they missed the playoffs. It was now Two out of the last three years with no playoffs. 
The one playoff appearance was in 2021 where they got blitzed by the uh, Buffalo Bills in the wild card round. But eight and nine after the offensive coordinator coaching staff debacle, I thought this year was the, all right, what do you got? Like, you're Bill Belichick. We're not going to can you after a bad season, but let's see where you're going. How are you going to turn this thing and point it back in the right direction? And then you come out and you're four and 12. Four and 12, you are dead last in offense, middle of the pack in defense. I know a lot of people are like, well, I got a good defense. Like, defense is fine. The defense has had some good games. They've also gotten smoked in a few games. They've kind of continued the trend of uh, beating bad quarterbacks. Now, this year, they got a couple of good quarterbacks on the uh, resume, right? They beat Josh Allen and they beat. Uh, who actually, actually, maybe it just was Josh Allen, right? As far, the, far as the good quarterbacks were concerned. But still, you get the point. Like, I think they're 17th in points allowed, so that's not this unbelievable defense that they have. So, I personally, I don't really have reasons to bring him back. Like, that's why I think he is gone. I think you need an, uh, an offensive guy in this day and age to be there for the rookie quarterback, which is also what you need to then turn this thing around. Turn this thing around, and uh, but how's it going to go? How's it going to go down? And it's going to be just so weird. And for all of us, really, I mean, if you've been a Patriots fan for any length of time, Bill Belichick might be the only head coach you know. He might be the only one that you remember. Or even if you're an old school fan, he's been the head coach for half your life, a third of your life, a quarter of your life, whatever. Well, maybe not even a quarter. Probably less than a quarter of your or more than a quarter of your life. Like, I just think it's once again one of those guys like Tom Brady and even Patrice Bergeron where you think about where you were in your own life when that guy was either drafted by the team or, in this case, you know, traded from the Jets to the Patriots. 2000. The year was 2000. Stiz, we thought that when uh, Y2K was here, the whole world was going to blow up. We thought that was, like, that was it. They're like, oh, the computers aren't going to know what to do when the, when the calendar changes, and we're all in trouble. But you know what, Rich? What's that? Nothing happened. Not a damn thing. A lot of people bought a lot of spam. A lot of people bought a lot of stuff. They were, they were ready. They were prepared for it. Nothing happened. That was a long time ago. And that was when Bill Belichick became the coach. Like For me personally, I was a sophomore, I think, in high school when he got hired. Like a little, little skinny old Rich Keefe, sophomore in high school. And here goes Bill Belichick. And so I think it kind of messes with you a little bit because as long as Bill Belichick is the coach of the Patriots – Part of you remains like a certain age. Like you remain a lot younger than you really are. I'm a, I'm damn near a 40 year old man. I am I am at the midlife crisis point of my life. But I like got my driver's license the year that Bill Belichick was the coach. So like to take whatever, however old you are, and then you know subtract 23, 24 years from it, and it's just crazy. And now you know you're looking at like all these coaches are different, like all these players are different, and they're and they're just getting phased out. And how many coaches are ever going to have 20-plus years again? That just that doesn't happen. Even though coaches are coming in and they're doing it younger, uh, like having success and getting the job right away, do they really want to do it for that long? Think about how much money they make. Like, I look at Sean McVay as a guy who seems like a really, really good coach, uh, been to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, and then there was like, oh, he might retire. Like, the dude's, like, 35 years old. Like, yeah, he might retire. Yeah, he could get into broadcasting, and he, you know, he's going to help. You know, he's going to – he's got a kid on the way and whatever. And you're like, wait, what? Because that's the kind of guy that you're like, well, if he really wants it, if he's committed to it, he might, you know, in 25 years break Don Shula's record. But, like, no. 
like they're already getting paid 10 15 million so they might they might retire earlier anyway so to have a coach be in one place for that long like look how good some of the coaches that uh, have just been in this city and then by the end it was like ugh got to go like Terry Francona at one point they like, could do no wrong and then at the end it, like everybody turned on him and and he was gone and then he actually has had a longer stint in Cleveland he was in Cleveland longer than he was in Boston so just like for so many reasons, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that Bill Belichick is going to be gone, even though I think it's the right decision. We just kept pushing it as the season went on, just like kept pushing it off. Because as bad as the Dallas-New Orleans games were back-to-back, you're like, man, if they don't turn this thing around, like he's definitely going to be gone. And probably not in season. I didn't think it was ever really going to come to the point where he was fired in season, but he just kept pushing it down, you know, another week, another week. Oh, they had, a, they had a win. Oh, that's nice. But then another week and another week. And here they are, 4-12. and 12. We're talking about, are they going to get the number two pick in the draft? And now Monday, as Mike Reese pointed out yesterday, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick are going to have a meeting on Monday. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be, hey, good season. We'll get, you know, we'll get them next time. I don't think that's how it's going to go. I don't know. I also don't know what the final like resolution's going to be. I don't think he's getting fired, but like, can you honestly just say, oh, we're parting ways? Like, that's weird. It's it's always, and then how quick does Bill get his next job? How quick do the Patriots hire the replacement for Bill Belichick? Is it just Gerard Mayo? Do they do a whole search? Again, I've I've been pretty consistent with this all year. I don't want anybody who's ever even met Bill Belichick to be the next head coach. Sheesh. I want a guy. <laughs> I want a guy that is brand new to the whole thing. I want a guy that walks in. He's like, I thought you guys played in Boston. Like, where the <laughs> hell is the stadium? Like, that's what I want because everybody, top to bottom, has has just been a miserable disaster elsewhere. Josh McDaniels, twice disaster. Matt Patricia, horrible. Joe Judge. Maybe the worst out of the three. You know, Bill O'Brien had some level of success in Houston. Nothing insane, but he was at least not a complete bust until he got too much power, and then he sank that thing, you know, deep into the ground. Go back to guys like, you know, Romeo Cornell and Eric Mangini, if you want. You know, Charlie Weiss was never a head coach in the NFL, but when he was in college, mostly bad. Uh, So, yeah, I don't want any of those guys. I don't want a single one, even though Gerard Mayo might be the one that has – the best bet to be a little bit different, right? He's the only player on that list. All those other guys were, you know, just long-time coaching assistants and working their way up the ranks that way, all under the tutelage of Bill. Uh, I mean, Cornell and Charlie, obviously, were with Parcells, too, but you get the point. So maybe Mayo will be good one day. I'm not even writing off Mayo. Like, I just feel bad for for Mayo. Uh, somebody in the Twitch chat says Mike Vrabel. So Mike Vrabel, to me, not in the Bill coaching tree. Like, I, I look at it as coaches. I guess it's semantics or nuance but he never coached for bill he played under bill so like is every single guy who played under bill in the coaching tree or wouldn't they be in the coaching tree of whoever they coached under that's how i look at that like is kevin o'connell in the belichick coaching tree i don't think so at least i i would say that he is not uh rabel though at least it also former like player right like he was a he was a player in the league and he has had success in in tennessee but all these other guys, not so much. And so if Mayo has to go take a job somewhere else, I wish him well. It's really nothing that you've done. You've just, uh, unfortunately, are a part of this tree that just goes elsewhere and dies. And not only that, but, like, ruins franchises. Like, ask 
the Denver Broncos fans about McDaniels. Ask the Detroit Lions fans about Patricia. Like, on down the line. It's bad. It's not like, oh, a couple losing seasons. Like, no. It's a epic disaster. So a lot is going to have to be kind of figured out. And so here we are on a Friday night. You got the game Sunday afternoon, potentially, in likelihood, in all likelihood, the last game for Bill Belichick as the head coach of the Patriots. Then Sunday, at that point, I don't know if, like, Things are going to get leaked out or not because the meeting is not scheduled until Monday, at least as far as we know. And then Monday night, I mean, we don't we don't get on the air till 6 p.m. I'm guessing Monday night we will have some sort of answer as to the future of Bill Belichick. And so there's a lot of different angles with this. If you still think he should be here, I, I'm actually curious. I'm really fascinated to know why. So you can call in uh, if you think it's time for him to go. I'll also hear for that as well. 617-779-7937 is the number to jump aboard. It's the solo edition of the Rich Keefe Show, so uh, get in here as uh, early and often, and also hit us up on Twitter and Instagram as well, at Rich Keefe Show. More on uh, what will likely be Bill Belichick's final game in New England coming up next, but right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Patriots had what could be their last practice under head coach Bill Belichick this afternoon as they get ready for their last game of the season against the Jets. Kickoff from Gillette Stadium Sunday at 1 o'clock. Patriots have ruled out two players for Sunday's game. Those players, Trent Brown with an illness and Hunter Henry with a knee injury. Twelve other players are also questionable. One of those players, Matthew Slater, who also could be playing his last game on Sunday. Some other players questionable are Christian Barmore, Devontae Parker, Jabril Peppers, and Jalen Mills. Some reports have claimed Robert Kraft could be meeting with Bill Belichick as early as Monday morning. However, other reports have pushed back on that idea. Herald Patriots reporter Andrew Callahan was on with Jones and Mego earlier. Here's what he had to say on the matter. Yes. All right. Forget that technical difficulty yes. with the program. No, I'm interested in this. I know. That was no, a good I setup. You set the hell out of that up. I'll tell you that right now. Perfect. No, I'm, I'm dying to hear it. What do you say? Ah, forget what did it. He I, say? Can't, I can't stand this. What did he say? He basically said uh, it's more likely than not. Oh, that's okay. what that's what Andrew Callahan said. Right. But he did say at the beginning, no one knows, which is the key Ooh. part that I wanted to Ooh. play that backed up my argument. Mystery, uh, intrigue, God. wonder. Keith will have it for you when we get back. Bruins had their four-game win streak snapped last night by the Penguins, beating the Bruins 6-5 to at the Garden. Sidney Crosby scored on the power play to snap a third-period tie and added two assists, leading Pittsburgh to victory. Celtics home tonight, hosting the Utah Jazz. Tip-off at 7 p.m. from Causeway Street. Celtics a perfect 16-0 at home. Celtics also haven't lost back-to-back games since the beginning of November. Al Horford will be out tonight. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show coming right up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say WEI's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on WEI. I, I wish I knew. I mean, we would have put that story, would have had a different title and a lead. Like, here's the thing. I, w- I would put it in my personal opinion and, and guess. This is Andrew Callahan guessing, though, reporting behind this is, is less than 50. Like, I think it's more likely than not. 
that Bill Belichick is gone after the season. Mutual parting of the ways. More likely than not. More likely than not. Yeah, That's what they the said about Tom Brady. No one knows. Nobody knows. No one knows. That was what Stiz wanted to play during trending. I feel like it was a good build-up and a nice payoff there. That's really strong. It's the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. Hopefully you're having a nice uh, Friday evening. Hopefully you got big plans. Hopefully you're, you know, TGIF. You got a lot going on tonight. If not, uh, feel free to call us, 617-779-7937. And uh, I think it's like 99 to 100% that he's gone. I really do. I just think the way this whole thing has been... Trending, you get the reports by it's like local guys and national guys jumping in on it. You know, Jeremy Fowler earlier in the week uh, talking about staff members in New England are already looking for other jobs. Like they know there's going to be this major turnover. Bill has one year left on his deal, which I think is pretty important. It's not two or three. Remember, remember early in the year, Ian Rapport was like lucrative multi year deal. And then Curran and everybody's like, no, he's got one year left. Like, oh, well, all right. So 2024, not that. Robert Kraft or any owner wants to pay a coach or a player to not coach or not play, but still in the, in this case to do what's best for the franchise to turn it around as quick as possible, knowing that you're not going to be in the Super Bowl next year, regardless of who the head coach is, whether you bring Bill back or whether you hire, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan, like you're not going, you're not going to the Super Bowl next year, but how soon, how quick can you turn things around? I'm blown away by texts like this uh, from the 508. Name one great coach that didn't have any losing seasons. Bill is the best coach out there. You have to have patience and stop trying to run Bill out of town. Patience is a virtue. It is. But I'm not saying, oh, he's got one bad season this year. He's got to go. They haven't won a playoff game in five years. And last year, I'm talking about 2022, was bad. It was embarrassing. Eight and nine record, maybe that on the surface isn't embarrassing, but we all watched the games. Like, that was a mess. And then they're worse this year. And he also wears a lot of hats down there at Gillette. He's not just the coach. If he was only solely just in charge of the defense, you might be able to sort of talk people into it. But no, you're the head coach. You need to do more things. And he's the most powerful head coach in football, as he should be. Like, look at his resume. But all these bad draft picks, they're on him. Like, they are. And I'm sure he, you know, he's getting input from Matt Groh. He's getting input from some of the scouts. But what we've all known is he overrules them all the time. There's plenty of stories. There's books written about it. How they'll be like, we've done all this work. Here's three months. Here's the guy we like. And he's like, mm, you know who I like is Jordan Richards. And you're like, Wait, what the hell? Like, Jordan Richards? He's not on the board. So that's how you get bad. That's how you, And that's also how you stay bad. Like, these bad... Draft picks, first and second round picks, blowing first round picks on Isaiah Wynn and Sony Michelle and Nikhil Harry and Cole Strange, second round picks on Tyquan Thornton. Like, that is brutal. And when you don't have the greatest quarterback in the in the world to overcome those things, it's pretty glaring just how bad the roster is. You see it week in and week out, how, how bad the roster is. Uh, let's hear from you. 617-779-7937, number to jump aboard. Let's go to John in Rhode Island on Belichick. John, what do you got? Hey, Rich, uh, I love your work, man. You. Um, you. So, uh, absolutely. So, you were talking about when Belichick, how old we were when we won the first Super Bowl. I was nine in go. 2001. Yep. I'm, now, I'm now 31 years old. <laughs> right. Um, so, all I know is obviously winning football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I'm a numbers guy, Rich. Mm-hmm. Easy numbers. Last three years, 10 wins, 8 wins, 4 wins. All right? That's a decline. Uh, I, easy. Also, 
Belichick hasn't 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 developed any offensive talent since Brady's here. And the third reason why I think he should go, he lost to Brandon Staley and Josh McDaniels, who got fired in the season. You know, I don't know if the game has passed him by, but you see the offenses around the league, and it's not like the Patriots. And they're losing games because of it. You know, so I love Bill. I'm happy he won us the championships. But it's time to move on with player development, with coaching as well. Yeah, you know what, John, and I, I agree with you. Like, you can still celebrate Bill Belichick and say he was the greatest coach ever and there's nobody else you would have rather have had from 01 to 18. Like, he was he was the best. And sure, it was with Tom Brady, whatever. Like, we have no idea how Tom Brady would have done with, a, with another coach for that long. Like, I know he won with Bruce Arians, but for that period of time, who knows? So Bill Belichick's great, but it doesn't mean you have the job forever. Doesn't mean that you can't lose it a little bit. And also just the way the NFL has morphed over his time. Like when he was the D coordinator for the Giants, the defense was more important back then than it is now. That's just a fact. Like look at the look at how they officiate the games. Look at all the different rules that are in there. You can't hit the quarterback anywhere. And if you do sack the quarterback, you can't even land on him. You can't be physical with the wide receivers like you used to be. So they've taken so much of what defenses could do, they've just eliminated it from the game. Also, special teams, which Bill sort of also was brought up, and he had a year or two in special teams. He always cares about special teams. They changed the rules on that, too, so they're they're trying to do less and less of it, you know, where you get the touchback and all that. You can fair catch uh, opening kickoffs and everything. Like, they don't even want special teams. So it's pushing more and more to just an offensive league. That's what they want. And so, like, all right, I'll be the guy that says, give me an offensive coach. Give me somebody. Like, whoever the next quarterback is, whether it's Caleb Williams or Drake May or Michael Penix or Jaden Daniels or somebody else, like another young adjusted fields, whoever the next quarterback is, how are they going to be in the best position to succeed if it's still Bill Belichick, if it's Bill O'Brien, if it's Gerard, like if it's the same coaching staff? You gotta you gotta change it up. And you also gotta get them receivers. Like, you know, that's that's an obvious statement too. But Bill has not been able to identify the good wide receivers. Nikhil Harry and Tyquan Thornton are two of the three highest drafted receivers by the Patriots under Belichick. And I think the other one was Chad Jackson. So the few times he's actually used a high draft pick on it, one first rounder, a couple of second rounders. Also, Aaron Dobson was late second round. So I believe uh, like all those guys, with the exception of like Deion Branch, which was like a late two way back in the day. Like they were going 20 years ago for Deion Branch, who was good. That was a hit. But more recently, yeesh, like not not close. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris in Connecticut. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Keith. I uh, just want to say uh, 9,900% is, is right about right. I would mention to that last caller that he did beat uh, Tomlin this year. But uh, I think right. a big indicator that he's definitely gone is um, the, the meetings at midfield, right? He Everybody, he doesn't usually, it's usually barely a handshake and he's gone. Now he's uh, talking to coaches. He pulled Patrick Mahomes aside for a couple of minutes, and we know how he feels about Patrick Mahomes. And and the year left on his contract, that's a good way to trade trade and get something for him. I think they know he's gone. He's got the extra year so that they can trade because there's going to be people that want him. 
and and that's it. If he wanted to be just a coach and not the GM, maybe, but I think it's just time. And I think uh, the indicator is, like you said, 9,900% easy. Yeah, uh, absolutely, Chris. I agree with you. And, yeah, how that all plays out between Belichick and Kraft and uh, Bill's next move, Kraft's next move. But, like, does he get anything from Belichick? I hope that he does. Otherwise, you're talking about, especially if Bill goes and coaches for three more years, and you're like, wait, you you didn't get anything for him? Like, the Patriots gave up a first-round pick to get Bill all the way back in 2000. Because I had somebody uh, tweet at Rich Keefe Show last night saying, they're like, why would Bill essentially trade a pick for himself and not have that pick? It's like, well, by that logic, he had already traded a first-round pick. His first move was trading a first-round pick to complete the deal to get him from the Jets all the way back, you know, 24 years ago. So, I mean, I think that there's a possibility of that. I think that the best chance to trade Belichick would be if Kraft knows that they're just going to hire Mayo, which is not my plan, not what I would want. But if that's what Kraft's thinking, like, hey, we're going to hire Mayo, so we don't need to interview, you know, Jim Harbaugh the day after the college football championship game, which is this Monday. We don't need to, you know, line up all these interviews with all these coordinators that are in the playoffs. We don't need to, like, we can just take our time and just, you know, you have to interview a bunch of people, I guess, is, as the rule, but you can just hire the guy you want, like they did with Bill O'Brien last year for the offensive coordinator spot, and then maybe trade Belichick because there's going to be a couple of teams interested in Bill. Like as much as I think his time is up here, you look around the league, there are a lot of bad coaches. There are a lot of teams that have already fired their coaches. You know, the caller brought up two of them, the Raiders and the Chargers. Uh, The NFC South, the Panthers already fired their coach in season. Then you still have the Falcons who could, the Saints could. They have a big game this weekend. You know, the, one of those teams could make the playoffs. They could both be out. So if they're both out, I mean, there might be three coaching changes just in that division alone. And all it takes is one or, or two, I guess, if you're talking about making a trade, right? You're like, oh, this team wants them too. And maybe you can kind of talk that up and get a second round pick for them. Because do you want to be the, the, the owner that let Brady and Belichick walk away for nothing? I think, I think that'd be tough. Uh, let's go to David in the car. He joins us next. Hey, David. Hey, good evening, Rich. Thank you for taking the call. So yep. here's my theory in this whole thing. And some, and some inside info that I have. Oh, hell yeah. Um, inside info. Well, things All that right. have been heard. Lead with that. Inside info, yeah. So as we know, as we know, the crafts don't just own the Patriots. There's other businesses. Yeah, the people revs. work in those businesses. Yep. And, there's a lot, and there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk. So I don't think Belichick is going anywhere. You want to bet? Okay? I don't think the craft. Uh, I am actually willing to. Okay. Mr. Kraft, it does not want a repeat of, of Tom Brady. If because you got to look at who's out there, and Mr. Kraft does not want if you draft a quarterback, it's going to be three to four years before you you have that quarterback ready for playoffs. Look what happened with Josh Allen. You know, you get lucky once in a while. I mean, like Mac Mahomes, Jones made the playoffs you know, his rookie uh, year. What are you talking about? He did. He did. So it's exactly. So even Mac Jones made the playoffs. So I don't think Belichick is going anywhere. I do believe why? Be what, why wait, why, wait, why? To- hold on a second. Why don't you think he's going anywhere? Because what's your what's your inside info telling you? Is that the, the rumors are rumors are that they're rebuilding all the coaching staff for Belichick is staying. Why would you rebuild with a seventy one year old coach? Because he has a better chance of getting you another to the championship games. No, he doesn't. Even and an AFC. How? Yes, he does. Who's going to come in? Who's going to come in here and do that? Maybe who, an who offensive guy, so you're not dead last in offense. 
No, no. But yes. Who do you have for quarterback to commit? Well, you got to wait till the draft. You got to see where they're, where they're picking. So that inside info that you have is honestly terrible. You didn't really bring anything to the table there. Do you think you're convinced he's going to be back based on what? And then to say that Belichick gives you the best chance to win. Like now, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like so, Belichick gives you the best chance to win based on what? Have you watched the last two years? The offense doesn't look functional for two straight years. He's drafted all these awful players. Everybody, every single guy that we complain about, Bill brought in here. You like Mike Kosicki? Bill did. You like Juju Smith-Schuster? Bill did. You like all these idiots on the O-line? Sorry, they might be nice guys, but these, these bad football players on the O-line? That's Rich Keefe. Nah, don't listen to don't, don't fight me. Don't come after right me. Now? You know, good for you. Collect your paycheck, but you're not good at football. And it's on the football team that I enjoy rooting for. So that's my, that's my issue. You might be really nice. I know it's still around the holidays, so I didn't mean to insult you like that. I was running a little hot, Stiz. You're right. Walk, let's walk it back. You're not idiots. You're just bad football players. I've, okay, good. Bill brought all those guys in. You like Adrian Clem coaching the offensive line. You like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge last year. Like, Bill brought all those guys. That's Bill, that's Bill Staff. My God. Oh, he gives you the best chance. He did for about 15, 20 years. That time is up. The time is up. You got you got to go offense in my mind. I know Andy Hart always pushes back on that, saying it's kind of limited. Like there are, you know, if if the Texans said the same thing, they wouldn't have D'Amico Ryan's, which I guess is is fair. But do you think Bill Belichick? What is the likelihood that Bill Belichick will say, "All right, I need to give up all my player control. I won't have anything to do with the draft, and we're going to move on from Bill O'Brien after a year, and we're going to bring in." Somebody that worked with Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay or Mike McDaniel, and we're going to run their offense. Zero chance that that happens. And that'd really be your best bet. Like, how how can you get the... I still don't think Bill values quarterback and wide receiver. It's the two most important positions in today's NFL. And, I'm you know, when Bill first came into the league, that wasn't the case. It was probably, you know, linebacker and, you know... uh Running back. Like, I don't even know who the, the most important positions were. It was, I mean, definitely on defense. It was de- defensive guys, probably. You know, and Bill had Lawrence Taylor. And if you want to, f- you know, think that that's going to be what, what carries you today, like, I think you're going to be sadly mistaken. And I don't know. If you have inside information, though, please bring it to the table. I just hope it's good. I hope it's useful. I hope it, you know, it helps us a little so bit. So to you, yes. Monday morning, yes. Kraft, let's say they have that meeting Monday morning. Kraft meets with Belichick. How bad would you want to be in that room, by the oh, way? Oh, my Lord. How awkward would it be? Oh, that wall. Good Lord. But for you, there is no argument Bill can make in defense of himself to try and keep his job. Listen, you know, our defense was great. There was a mm-hmm. lot of injuries. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I think no at this argument. point, no, at this point, no. Because the other thing is, and if you believe the the Herald story, Bill, after last season, was t- talked to Kraft about the offense. It was like, I want to bring back Matt Patricia as the offense coordinator. Like, that's insane. Like, bringing Matt Patricia in was immediately a bad hire, and everybody was like, what the hell? And then you saw it play out. Uh, the quarterback hated him. He hated the quarterback. It was the whole thing. And then he's like, yeah, I want to run this back again. <laughs> How on earth? Like, they have four wins. Some of these college are talking about them like, like uh, they're at least like competitive. And they're like, eight, they're like 500 team. They're not. They might get the second pick in the draft. All right, let's go to uh, Scott up in New Hampshire. What's going on, Scott? 
Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm shutting you off from the radio. Very good. I think Bill Belichick is probably still one of the best coaches around. He's just wearing too many hats for his age, okay? And his draft picks show you that. Back in the day, people wanted to come here. I don't care if it was Rodney Harrison or whoever it was. But he was much younger. And I agree that you don't get rid of him on Monday, I hope. I would pay him for this year, okay, see if there's anything at all in the world that you could get for him. Or will he give up his ego, which we know he's not going to do. Okay, I love Bill. But he's not going to do that, okay? Or we give up his ego and let other people, you know, we're going to get a decent pick if we don't win on Sunday, okay? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, and Belichick, and I don't blame him. He's for wins no matter what, okay? Yeah, yeah. Which is, that's why we love him. But when you think about that, there's other teams that I think are going to want him just as a coach, not to do everything, okay? I think he's getting too old to do all that. I think you're. I think you're uh, right. I think you're right about that, Scott. But my question is: is is he even the right kind of coach that you would want to sort of turn your team around? Now, the Patriots have the worst offense in football, and so if he's your head coach, he is, as we all say, a defensive guy, right? And that seems to be the the, the strongest argument for him. It's like, oh, he's a defensive guy, and so look at the defenses. The defense has been pretty good. It's like, okay, yeah, but how do we change the offense? Who is he going to be willing to hire? Is he just is he keeping Bill O'Brien or going back to Josh McDaniels and the guys that he knows, which he's he's made he's had a history of doing? Like then I don't want that. And Scott even hit on it in the call. He's like, it would make sense, but like, hey, Bill, we're going to take away the 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 player control because the the roster's so bad. But we want you to be the coach. He's not going to sign up for that. So if you believe, again, if you go back to this this Herald article, it was Robert Kraft was like, hey, you have to hire Bill O'Brien. Belichick was like, son of a gun, don't really want him, but fine. Brings in Bill O'Brien, but won't let Bill O'Brien bring in any of the guys to be position coaches that Bill O'Brien wanted. I think maybe the exception of one, maybe one guy, but everybody else was Belichick guys. And then Bill O'Brien didn't trust any of those guys to run meetings on their own, so he would constantly have team meetings or offensive meetings with everybody, even though it didn't pertain to everybody at all times. And so they're like, what a waste, what a waste of time. And so, so dysfunctional, and I think that was just Bill, Bill Belichick, being kind of petty and be like, "All right, I don't really want Bill O'Brien. You're making me have Bill O'Brien, but I'm not going to make it easy on him." So, you think he would make it easy for the the new player personnel guy? Ah, I would say unlikely. Plus, whoever's coming in here to run the player personnel, talk about a challenge! Holy smokes! You don't have a quarterback. You don't have a receiver worth a damn. You need one, maybe two offensive tackles. Uh, actually, two because Mike on one is a free agent. So you're gonna you're gonna make a decision there to pay him big money or not. Uh, the tight end group, Hunter Henry's a free agent. He's also not playing this weekend. He's hurt. The other two guys, uh, or the other guy, Mike Gesicki, you just gave a lot of money to. He stinks. So there's so many needs for this team, but no, I don't I don't want Bill doing it. I also I push back a little bit on the uh, he's still like this great coach like I don't know if that's true how many times were we questioning some of his decisions to punt or kick or not punt not kick as the season played out this year plus if one side of the ball is so atrociously bad you're the head coach like at some point don't you get some of that blame even if you are you know known as a defensive guy and if you're a head coach for that long it's not like he's in his second year and he was this hotshot offensive coordinator that's all he really knows 
he's been in the he's been in the league forever. Like I think he could oversee the the entire operation. All right, you can join us here six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We're just a few nights away from what I think will be the final uh, days with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. They're taking on the Jets of all teams, right? Kind of apropos, taking on the Jets Sunday at one. We will uh, make our uh, best bets for the weekend in the bet du jour coming up next year on the Rich Keefe Show, uh, WEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI. Hope you're having a good Friday night. And uh, it was interesting earlier today, Bill Belichick normally does the Friday press conference. And uh, today did it via Zoom, the old Zoom thing. So I saw the announcement earlier today that it was not going to be an in-person press conference. And I was like, here we go. I'm like, something's up. And then uh, I think it was Mike Reese was like, oh, well, he's he's sick. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. Although old man gets sick. He was definitely sick. Here was Bill earlier. I thought I'd spare everybody in the first couple of rows by uh, coughing, sneezing. You got enough cough drops there? Hopefully. Okay. I hope you feel better. <laughs> we all do. No, like, he was legit sick. I, uh, Trent Brown is on the injury report this week with, uh, in parentheses, illness. No chance. Like, that is just, that guy quit on the team. He's been talking all kinds of crap, and they're just like, you're done. Like, we don't, we're shutting you down. We'll put illness on there. But Bill, was he's legitimate sick. Like, he sounds it for sure. Yeah, he sounds awful. So that's even worse. Like, you're already in, like, a bad mood when you're sick anyway. It's going to so, be cold weather on ah, Sunday. Oof. Out there, snowy. He's, he's going to be freezing his face off. He's going to be all bundled up. Yeah. Not not good times. Not good times right now. All right, let's mix in a quick bet to Jordan. We'll go right back to your phone calls here. 617-779-7937 if you want to jump aboard. Stiz, I'll go first. I'm just going to take all this, all this stuff that we're talking. I'm taking the Pats because... It's going to screw up the draft position. They are so close to getting that number two pick in the draft that you can almost taste it, and yet Bill Belichick's going to beat the Jets. The Jets are awful, right? And they've also, you know, when Aaron Rodgers went down and then they had like a little like sign of success for like a game and a half with Zach Wilson, then that went back in the toilet. No Zach Wilson, who actually Patriots definitely would have beaten Zach Wilson, but it's going to be Trevor Simeon, Jets stink, Pats laying two points at home. There's not going to be a lot of points, I don't think. In this game, but I'll take the Patriots minus two as my my best bet of the weekend. Okay, I'm going to kind of double down on okay. uh, on your bet. Yep. And, you know, I like to have fun. And you know what I say? What I'm not say? concerned with stats and numbers. Okay, good. It's all about my gut. Yes, it's damn a right. feeling that okay. I have. All right. Patriots first drive will end in a touchdown plus 500. Wow. Okay. okay. First drive, touchdown. Plus 500. See if Bailey Zappi's locked in. Oh, he's going to be. I hope so. I hope so. So there you go. A couple of Pats bets for you. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Peter is in Dedham. He joins us next. What's going on, Peter? Uh, hey, guys. I just want to mention two sort of major pieces of reporting uh, regarding Belichick's uh, drafting over the past four years or so, uh, which is, first of all, that Mac Jones was not the pick he wanted to make. He wanted Michael Parsons. That's what I was hearing on the radio. Makes sense, but... Yeah, but Michael, and then the but, second thing, but Michael Parsons also went several picks ahead of Mac Jones, so it's not like he was on the board. Uh, well, 
I thought that's what I heard at the time. But uh, no, he might have wanted him. I think a lot of people wanted him. I'm just saying, like he did. He, it's not like he didn't take him and he was well, there. I guess the Micah Parsons part is less important than uh, Mac Jones not being a Belichick pick. But then the other thing is just that Belichick has already been handing off a bunch of the drafting duties uh, over the past several years, and you know. I feel like that sort of gets him off the hook a little bit for the last couple of years at least, right? I mean, but we don't really know for sure. I still think he has final say on, on all these picks. I guess so. So, I mean, I but to me, I'm not like, I'm not keeping Matt Groh around. Like, I think all those guys, like, I'm ready to tear the whole thing down. Like, I would say... Uh, Bill shares in the blame, takes the majority of it, but I'm with you. Mac Rowe deserves blame. Bill O'Brien for the offense this year deserves blame. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of blame to go around. I would try to start over the best I could. I know you can't get rid of all 53 players. Like I'm not asking for that. A lot of the guys are under contract. There are a handful of guys that are worth something, and like you want it, you want to keep them and try to build around them. But yeah, they need a they need a major overhaul. And you know, yeah, the defense is is playing pretty well, but. I think you have two main coaches on the defensive side being Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick. I don't know. Is Steve Belichick going to be here if uh, Bill's not? And Gerard Mayo is pretty simple. Either he's going to be here as the head coach or he's probably not going to be here either. So, like, how big of a teardown do you want to have? I'm I'm ready for as much as you can, as much as you possibly can. Uh, Steve's in Fall River on Bill Belichick. What do you got, Steve? I'd like to see a crater uh, next to Gillette Stadium, like, uh, you know. Start over. Yeah. Crater. That's yep. the build down we're looking for. Mm-hmm. The kid that's 31 years old. Bill Belichick, last playoff win without Tom Brady was 1994. And when I say his last, his only playoff win in 12 seasons, he was a lousy drafter in Cleveland. He's always been a lousy drafter. He hasn't changed. The game has not passed him by. He had Tom Brady. He came here in 2000 with a the third most, the second most productive team in the AFC being the New England Patriots. He took over, loaded with first round picks, multi year Pro Bowlers, the highest paid quarterback in the league, and promptly got him to five wins. His coaching tree. You were talking about his coaching tree. It's not great. His coaching tree mirrors. His coaching tree mirrors his success without Brady. They're all below 500. They all draft lousy. They all make crazy draft picks. Look at Josh McDaniels. They said he went and made a pick against his uh, GM's advice on the quarterback. Where do you think he get that? Where do you think he got that from? Got that from Bill Belichick. In Den- in Denver, he told somebody, "Don't worry, we get rid of Jake Plummer, top 10 quarterback in the league. I could get coach anybody up." Where did where did Josh McDaniels get that notion from, sir? Listen, I literally don't want anybody that's ever even met Bill to coach the team. So are you, are you arguing against me? I'm not really sure what the point of that. What are you What are you saying? No, I'm, I'm talking to these idiots that oh, are trying okay. to say to coach like, the team. The guy's 72 years old. Yeah, no, I'm done with you him. You cannot I'm, move forward. You cannot move forward unless you have somebody new in here. Yes, I'm with you on that. I, I absolutely. I, what, one thing I'm not going to do, which sounds like you were about to do. I'm not going to say the guy was never a good coach because you're like, well, if you take away the 20 years with Tom Brady, it's like that was a long time. And I like to think that Tom Brady might not have been as good if he was with somebody else. So that's where I kind of jump ship. I'm ready to move on from Bill. Thank you so much. We're going to name a street after you. We'll put a statue up. We'll do all this stuff. We'll put your name around the like the ring of honor. I don't think they do that, but you get the, you get the point. 
I'll do all that. I think he's a great coach. I think those first three Super Bowls were largely about the defense. I think that, I mean, to hold the greatest show to, uh, on turf to whatever it was, 17 points, like that's pretty damn good. So I will, uh, I think Bill Belichick's a great coach. I think the the league is different now than it was before. And by no means do I want any of the assistants. I don't want any of those guys. None of, the, none of those guys, thank you. All right. 617-779-7937 is the number if you want to jump aboard. Uh, we'll get into some of these uh, draft pick scenarios and what's at stake in week 18 as the Patriots take on the Jets this Sunday in what, in my mind, will be the final game for Bill Belichick as the head coach of the Pats. One hour down. We have two hours left to go here on the Rich Keefe Show here at WEI.